Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you will apply to a particular school being highlighted, you should listen to all of the episodes as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Lastly, if you have any questions you'd like me to cover on future episodes or any comments you'd like to share, please email me at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website at www.collegeadmissionstalk.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce you today, Monica Matthews, who I follow on Facebook. Monica runs a group called Scholarship Help and College Talk for Parents and has nearly 29,000 followers. So Monica, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? Oh, you're welcome. I'm great. I'm excited to share my info with your listeners. So thanks. Well, I am so excited to have you. As you could imagine, I do a lot of research on schools, on financial aid, on college essays, and I came across your Facebook group. And when I saw that you have close to 29,000 followers, I thought, how awesome would it be to do an episode specific to college scholarships? So Monica, thank you so much for agreeing to be on this episode here with me today. I really appreciate it. So let me start by just asking you very simply, tell us about your journey. How did you come up with this idea and why are you doing this? Yeah, so it's interesting. You know, I was a former teacher and I was staying home with my three boys. And then literally before I knew it, my oldest was a senior in high school. He was going into his senior year and he starts looking at colleges and telling me the prices. And, you know, my husband and I, we lived paycheck to paycheck. We're very middle income. I was staying home with the kids. We were cutting corners so I could do that. And he started looking at uh, MIT in Boston, which was $60,000 a year. Wow. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, where did we go wrong? We did not have a 529. We didn't put any money away. We just, I kept thinking we would. And then it, you know how that goes. It just, you just don't. So I started thinking, well, he's a smart kid. He got a pretty good ACT score. He can apply for scholarships. We'll be fine. He applied for a few early deadline scholarships, like early, like October, maybe in September. Found out early that he did not win them. A couple of them. And I was like, wait a minute, there's got to be something that I can do on my end because I love research to help him. Like, why didn't he win? What were the judges looking for? What did he do wrong? So I started researching, making notes, writing it all down. Him and I formed a partnership to where I would find the scholarships. He would write the essays. I would review his scholarships. I knew, you know, kind of where how to tailor them. And we'll talk about that later. And then he started winning and winning and winning. By the end of his senior year, we had already had his first year paid for plus some in college. He did not go to Boston. Wow. He didn't go to Boston. He chose a different college. <laughs> but And then my friend started saying, you need to write this down. 
because we don't know what we're doing. Our counselors at our high school are wonderful, but they really focus on getting helping kids um, get into college as far as writing their letters and their school schedules. And scholarships was not on their agenda really at all. And so I did. I wrote it down. I publish it. It is an ebook, and I have some people saying, "Why is I, I want a physical book?" And I understand that, but with the ebook, I can update it very easily myself and republish it. People can download it. And honestly, I've gone through this now with three of all three of my boys, and so I've, it's been updated several times. To you know, things have changed. That was 2008. So my youngest son graduated in 19 and is currently in college. So I was able. I, I'm able to update it. So that's kind of how my story started. And now it's, it's like, I love it. Like I'm obsessed with people will say like, Hey, can you find me a scholarship for this? And I'm like, of course I can, I can find it for you. So, and in my Facebook group, I actually didn't start using that a lot until a few years ago. Surprisingly, I, I threw it up in the very beginning. It was like 2011 by the time I figured out that whole Facebook thing and, but just left it. I didn't really know what to do with it. And so it's just the last few years. It has grown like crazy. And I love it because people can ask questions. There are people in there who've used my strategies who will help other members. Um, everybody's very positive. You know, if you're not positive, you, you, you leave the group. I kick you out because it, it's a positive place for parents to gather who need help. Scholarship Health and College Talk. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell. Well, it's terrific. And I'm so happy that I came across your Facebook page. And I've spent a lot of time navigating through it. And the information is so useful, so helpful, which, again, is why you have 29,000 followers. Monica, in the group's description, you talk about how for college scholarships, it's not if students apply, but how they apply that makes the difference between winning and losing those scholarships. Can you elaborate on this? What exactly do you mean? Yeah, sure. Well, it's kind of like, you know, my son, you know, he applied, didn't win. Why? And I hear it all the time. Oh, my student applied for 45 scholarships and didn't win any. You know, it's a waste of time. Well, you have to learn how to apply what I call apply smart. And there are five things to do. Just I'll go through it really quickly. You know, the S is share personal details. That's the judges get to know the students through their essay. M is market yourself. Put your best foot forward. This is a hard one for kids because they feel like they're bragging. They don't need to be bragging, but they need to show the judges what they have done to make the world a better place, to help other people, that sort of thing. A is answer the essay question. Sounds like a no-brainer, right? But a lot of kids will answer part of the question and leave the rest, or they'll ramble on. And it's just not an interesting question to the judges. R is review, review guidelines. Lots of students don't upload things correctly. I mean, some scholarships actually want you to upload with a certain subject line. You know, this is what you need to do, and it's right there in the guidelines. But, you know, I have my own scholarship that I offer. And so many, I would say like 80%, don't even follow that one little guideline. I tell them what to put in the subject line. So review the guidelines before submitting. T is trusted eyes. You always have a, 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 it doesn't have to be your parent because maybe your parent, that's not their strength. A teacher, an aunt or uncle, somebody that you trust to read over your scholarship because other eyes can find things that you don't. You know, we read things over and over and our brain kind of fills in missing words, but other people, they're going to catch that. So that's applying smart. So it's not how you, it's not if you apply, it's how you apply. The other thing is a lot of kids apply to a ton of the no essay scholarships where you're just entering in your information, clicking enter and hoping they're going to choose, choose you. But those are like lotteries. Now, honestly, two of my boys actually won 
those scholarships. We, they won $1,000 scholarships from one of those no essay scholarships, but we never really counted those as a scholarship that was applied for because that's too easy. You want, you want your kids to apply for true scholarships, the ones that need an essay, a letter of recommendation, a video that a student has created, school transcripts, that sort of thing. Well, thank you so much for explaining the Applying SMART method and talking to us about what the acronym SMART stands for. I recently saw a video on the Facebook page where you talk about that, which was phenomenal, and I highly recommend that everybody watch it. So, Monica, what other things can students do to help themselves stand out when applying for various scholarships? Get your parent to partner with you. And parents who are listening, make this a partnership with your student. Like you can find the scholarships for them. Send them an email saying, okay, these three are due, you know, in six weeks. This is the subject of the essay. And then the student writes the essay. Then the parent reviews the essay. Forming a partnership is just the best thing ever. It worked for all three of my kids. You know, I kind of liken it to, you know, you don't, to teach your kids how to drive a car, you don't just hand them the keys and say, okay, go drive. You don't. It's a partnership. You're in it. You're in the car together. You start off with, before you even drive and say, okay, this is where everything's located. This is what you do. It's a partnership. The same thing with scholarships. And some kids are so afraid they don't know where to start that they just don't start. Or like I said, they just do the no essay scholarships and tell their parents, oh, I've applied to a whole bunch of, bunch of scholarships. So in my ebooks, I really go through, this is what a parent can do. This is what a student can do. If the student has a problem with this, these are the words the parents can say to motivate them, that sort of thing. Because after going through it three times, and you know, all three of my boys are so different. My middle son, you know, he would be supposedly writing a, a scholarship essay and there'd be a blank computer screen and I'd check in half an hour later, there's the same computer screen and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I need to help him. What can I do? You know, we make lists of his strengths. We go through the essay question. You know, I give him ideas, this back and forth. And that really takes the fear away from kids. And, you know, there are actually, and I think I might get into this later, but there are actually three scholarship essay questions that come up over and over. And if the kids could have a good, solid answer to those three questions, they can submit that for other scholarships. You know, you tailor it a little bit to that certain scholarship, but that saves a ton of time. Well, that's great advice. Students, don't do it alone. Partner with your parent or someone that could help you. And I like what you're explaining how there's basically three types of essay questions. So if you come up with good essays, you could certainly use that essay for different scholarships. And there are many out there and we're going to learn more about it now. So Monica, on your social media pages, you offer group members a free download of your 10 best scholarship winning tips. What can you share with us about those tips? Oh, okay. This is like kind of like to jumpstart the process. It kind of gives a little window into some of the things that I did. One of the tips, and I know parents are going to laugh, but one of my tips is change the deadline. And what that means is if, you're, if your student has a scholarship essay that's due in a month, you tell them it's due in a week or two weeks. Why do I do that? Because a lot of kids are procrastinators. A lot of kids will throw th something together at the last minute. But if you have extra time, you kind of pad it. It really works for kids. I mean, they don't know. They don't. If they're if you're partnering with them, they don't really know what the deadline is. They're going to do their work. It gives you more time to look it over, review it, possibly rewrite it. Also, the 10 tips, if you sign up for that, that gets you into my monthly scholarship list that I send out. I just sent uh, one out two days ago or yesterday, and I go through each scholarship. 
I make sure it's not a junk scholarship. There are a few no essay scholarships on there. So if you don't want to apply for those, that's fine. But the rest, they have, you know, it's a real scholarship. There's an essay. There's things that students need to do. And I go through those and you get those to sign up for my 10 free tips. So it's just kind of get away. It kind of gives you an idea, a window into what my eBooks offer. Well, you have a lot of awesome tips in the Facebook page and I'm sure in the eBooks as well. And I love what you mentioned, change the deadline. There's definitely a lot of procrastinators out there. I'm one of them. So thank you so much for that, Monica. And where should students and their parents go to even learn about various scholarships available? And do they have to subscribe to find these offerings? No, there. I have like almost 600 blog posts. My blog is completely free. You can spend all day reading blog posts and every blog post is a window into my ebook because finding scholarships, there's not one place. There are like 10 places to look. And I really go into how to find scholarships in my ebooks, but you know, start with your guidance counselor, your, your high school counselor in school, see what they offer. Check the high school website. If your high school website doesn't offer very many local scholarships because you always want to start local first, Look on other area high school websites because a lot of times they'll offer scholarships for students in the area. You don't have to go to that high school to apply for that scholarship. Always read the guidelines. You know, there are different things. There's a Big Green Scholarship book that I love. There's uh, different lists and different websites that I recommend. So, you know, just some of the things they'll get if they sign up for um, my 10 tips or, or the free things. I mean, yes, my ebook, it, it, it's a price, but it's nothing compared to the thousands that other people charge for this information. Understood. Thank you so much, Monica. And many feel that scholarships are only available to current high school students. What could you tell us about scholarship opportunities for current college students? Yeah, so that a lot of people believe that, but it's such a myth. All three of my boys won scholarships while in college. My oldest son, he was a junior in college, and he won a $7,000 scholarship from Boeing. I'll never forget where I was when he called me. I was, I was on a cross-country course, and he calls me and he tells me about this. I was so excited. But there are different places for, high, for college students to look. I do have a blog post. It's the eight best places for, for students to look for current college students. So if you're listening and you're interested, just email me anytime. Or my contact information is on my, on my website, or you can message me on Facebook. But anyways, I mean, they, they can go to their professors. They can look at the bulletin boards around the school, especially in their major. They can talk to the financial aid officer. They can talk to current and former students, especially those in their major. We even did that on college tours. We would make sure we're up front so we're close to the student who was leading the tour. And then I'd have my student ask the questions. Did you win any scholarships to go to the school? Do you remember their names? Because I'm, you know, I'm making a list. So there are definitely ways for college students to apply for scholarships. We even... One of the the local, like the community foundations, which is another great place to find local scholarships. The one here, I didn't even realize this until a few years ago. I totally missed it. There are a lot that are open to high school seniors, but then there are some that are also open to current college students in our area. And a lot of people assume that college scholarships are just open to high school students. Well, we appreciate that. And those are great pieces of advice. You also offer parents and students a lot of information regarding student loans. What are some of the things they should know about when considering student loans? Yeah, so always file your FAFSA, first of all, because that will qualify your student for government loans, either subsidized or unsubsidized. And those are always what you want to do first. Parents don't have to be involved in that. They don't need a credit check. You know, those are offered to pretty much all kids. Same with work study. 
But, you know, honestly, we, my husband and I, we didn't have to take out any parent loans or any private student loans. But I have partnered with a few companies that I've looked into to get the lowest rates to help people, to give people options. So that's also on my Facebook, in my Facebook, uh, on my group and also on my, on my website. But definitely do your research because there's a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of different loan rates. Do your research first. Check them out. You know, but definitely go with government loans first. Well, we appreciate that. And I also read recently a piece that you titled, Three Things I Wish I Knew When I First Applied for College Scholarships. So Monica, what can you tell us about those three things? Yeah, so one, one thing I love to do, which I just started doing this when I first did my research, I like to find scholarship judges and pick their brains, basically. I ask them questions. What do you look for? What don't you like? You know, what turns you off? You know, what makes a student memorable? And that is a blog post where I actually interviewed uh, JR. JR, I can't remember his last name. Anyways, JR, he was a, a former scholarship judge. He, he'd been on several committees and he answered my questions. But so those three things that he talked about, talking about repurposing scholarship essays, kind of like I mentioned, you know, there's the three main topics for scholarship essays. You know, one, one is what are your goals and dreams? Another one is, how have you helped your community? There are so many scholarships for students who have helped their community, their community service, that sort of thing. Uh, the last one was, why should we choose you to win our scholarship money, to be our, to be our winner, to represent our company? So that's one three things. One of them is to, re to repurpose and to know those three scholarship essay questions. Another one is, tailor your letter of recommendation. In other words, if you are an engineering major and you are applying for a scholarship for engineers, for future engineers, you want to have your calculus teacher or your math teacher write your letter of recommendation. Tell them ahead of time, this is the name of the scholarship. This is the theme, engineering. You know, could you talk about my strength in math? You know, instead of just a general letter of recommendation, there are ways to tailor your letters to the scholarship and match it up. So that was one of his tips that worked very, very well for my own students and for lots of people. And the third, the third one is always have somebody review your essays. Like I mentioned, you know, we read the same thing over and over and we don't see our own mistakes because our eyes fill in what's really not there because we've read it over and over. So always review or have somebody else review your essays. Well, that's great. And Monica, you've obviously become an expert on college scholarships. In addition to the Facebook group, you've written, as you mentioned, some great ebooks to help parents and their students. What else can you tell us about the ebooks and the kind of advice parents and students will find in them? Right. So, my ebooks are called How to Win College Scholarships Guides for Parents and Students in 10 Easy Steps. And what I've done is I break down the scholarship process into 10 steps. You know, the first thing is, what should I do first? What should I do next? If I have this problem, what should I do? I have a guide for parents and a guide for students. And full disclosure, they're very similar. And I wrote the one for parents first. And then I had students emailing me saying, hey, we don't have any help. Or, or um, I'd like, you know, what can I do really more on my end? And so I wrote a separate ebook for students. A lot of parents like to get, I sell them separate, together super cheap, so you don't really have to buy both. You're getting both for a, a very cheap, cheaper price. And parents like to get both. They read their copy. They send one to their student. And then they come together, and they've both read through it. They kind of know, you know where to get started, what to do first. And so my ebooks are really what worked for my boys. And now, since it's been so many years, what worked for other people that I've learned about 
you know, what to do, what not to do, scholarship myths, that sort of thing. So it really is just, it's, it's, it's a step-by-step guide because I remember feeling so lost and confused. And I just kind of wanted to take that away from parents who were just like me when I first started out. Well, particularly when it comes to scholarships, there are so many people, including myself, that really did feel lost and confused. So again, these are tremendous resources and we really appreciate your time here today, Monica, which leads us to our last question. What other pieces of advice would you like to share with students and their parents about applying for scholarships? And Monica, how do people find you? Yeah, so what other pieces of advice? Start right now. It doesn't matter how old or how young your student is. I mean, even if you have an elementary school student, there are scholarships out there for elementary school students. I mean, it blows people's minds, but it's very true. You know, middle school students. I have a dad in my group who likes to send me pictures of his daughter with checks that actually are sent to her. And some of them are just like $100 or $200, but because he really got into doing scholarships open to younger students. And what he's told me is because he did that, she was so ready to, and, and was excited about scholarships when she did get into high school where the majority of the scholarships she applied for uh, were found. So start where you are right now. Even if your student is a high school senior and you feel behind, start right now. You know, learn the steps. Partner with your student. I, I get people, they're all panicky. You know, the worst thing is I, I get emails from people like in uh, May or June of their student's senior year. And yes, they've missed a ton of deadlines. But there are still out. They're still out there. There are there are deadlines for scholarships all summer long. You know, I, I tell parents of high school juniors in the spring get letters of recommendation. Have your students get them from their teachers now, because then they can apply for those scholarships in the summer. Because I also get emails from students saying, "Well, how do I apply for this? I I'm I'm not going to bother my teacher in the summer." You ask them before school gets out, and I'm not talking the last day of school. Give them a little time because teachers are super busy, and they're not going to write you a really quality, high quality letter if you're asking them at the very last minute. And that's what happens in in the fall. A lot of seniors, they're brand new seniors, like, oh my gosh, I have to apply for scholarships. They're asking their teachers for letters. Well, the, the teachers have all these letters to write, you know. Versus in the spring, they're not going to have that many. Well, who's going to get a more high quality letter? So start where you are right now. That is my absolute best piece of advice. Uh, Oh, where to find me? So my website is how to with the number two, winscholarships.com. My contact information is on there. My scholarship blog is on there. All my ebook information is on there. I also have a scholarship toolkit organizer that I call to get people organized. And it's basically a giant Google doc, which you can share with your students back and forth. And it has like 17 fields of things when you find a scholarship to write down because you might not think, oh, it's kind of like you come across a scholarship and your student doesn't qualify yet because maybe they're not in college yet, but, but in a few years they might qualify. You write it down and you put it on there when they will qualify. It saves you so much time because then the next year you're going to already have a list to start from. So that's, that's how to find my things. And my Facebook group, like you mentioned, is uh, um, Scholarship Help and College Talk for Parents on Facebook. It is for parents only. But I also have a page on Facebook, which is How to Win College Scholarships, just How to, T-O. And um, that's open to everybody. And I share all kinds of information there on Facebook. People can also, I answer a ton of emails, messages. Contact information is on my website. My phone number is even on my website. I mean, I love to talk about scholarships with parents. (laughs) That's how you find me. Well, Monica, thank you so much. I'm so happy because I know this conversation is going to help so many students and their parents. By the way, I will put your website 
in the show notes. If there's anything else that you want to share with students and parents, just provide it to me. And of course, I'll make it available in the show notes. Monica, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and expertise today. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. It was fun. Thank you so much. Hope to have you again. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the CAP, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the CAP.